0: This is Konzenshu, the podcast, episode four hundred seventy-four for the week of July fourteenth, two thousand nineteen. Well, hello, welcome back to a two-month delayed episode of Konzenshu EX. Yeah, that was a thing back then.
1: It was a thing back then.
0: You know, I when we relaunched, I was initially considering calling the podcast Konzenshu EX. <laughs> as a supplement to KonZenshu, the website. I know, it would have been a nice little nod. I know, I thought it was too much branding. Anyway. The podcast! Thank you, an extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site. KonZenshu! Yes, we cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. Anyway, hi. Hi, as we've been known to do. <laughs> what?
1: I think this episode is going to be filled with
0: entertainment. This is uh, entertainment. Entertainment. It's uh, therapy. It's uh, a little Nostalgia. Bit of You might know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I guess so. Your mileage may vary.
0: Yeah. Uh, So we're coming up on... July 15th, uh, I'll probably be releasing this around July 15th. Uh, it's about two months off from when I initially intended to record and release this episode. Which Mike was, says he's sorry. I'm sorry. Which was May 15th. Oof. Mary, we In didn't point. actually do introductions, but oh, um, geez. Uh, you're Mary. Hi, I'm Mary. That's Mary. I'm Mike. Uh, I run this thing. Uh, May 15th. Do you remember where you were that day? <sighs> I remember. Well, I didn't say what year. Shit. 20 years ago. I, I kind of sort of do, so... I'm already off to a bad start here. Look, it's been a while. Bear with me.
1: We are trying to frame a scene for our esteemed audience. i paint a picture. Do you remember where you were 20 years ago? The horrifying thing is that some people probably weren't alive. Well, Pepperidge Farm remembers <laughs> yeah. that um, it was reading... Someone's website? Someone's website. Someone who may or may not have married the person who is talking right now. Reading an editorial about a certain product that came out 20 years ago?
0: Simply titled, dot, 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 dub season three by Vegito EX, June 1st, 1999. Oof. All right. So it's been 20 years. Uh, let's Mary... let's not talk about the time difference. Okay. Yes, sir. A while back, you and I did a 20 year retrospective on Dragon Ball Z's formal arrival in North America from Funimation. We may have. Um, by a while ago. I mean, the 20 year anniversary for that was 2016. So that was, was almost three years, three years ago. ago at this point. We have just passed the 20-year anniversary of the home video VHS release of Season three's beginning home video, Funimation, Dragon Ball Z. Now, I do want to set the stage before setting the stage because there's a lot of revisionist history that Funimation has done over the years. Mm-hmm. We, we need talk to talk about, about
1: like why this is important and why this yeah. is special and why this is a thing, especially... For those of you who may not have been around, like as it was occurring, as it was happening, right? Um,
0: when we say season three, here we are talking about television broadcast series in North America. When you see season three on your orange bricks or your Blu rays, that is not the beginning of what we're talking about here. So, season one was edited, dub episodes one through 26. Season two was edited dub episodes 27 through 53 plus three-part Tree of Might television broadcast. Season three picked up internal dub from Funimation, home video, May 15th, 1999, began on uh, airing on Toonami in September later that year. So, uh, yeah, that's the break right here. When
1: you think about what it was like... Back then, having to watch the syndicated first 53 episodes over and over Batch and rabbits. over and over, there was like maybe an inkling of hope that maybe, I i, I can only speak for myself, that maybe one, one of day these times. it'll just be a new <laughs> episode. But no, to we'll go back to episode one. So, Wash, Rinse, Repeat, going through this, maybe about f- three years yeah. of watching the same episodes over and over and over again, Um, the arrival of quote unquote season three was
0: kind of a big thing it really was but also to kind of set the stage here we had uh starting around this time we started getting multiple broadcasts there was a period of time following this when you could watch the english dub from Funimation, mm-hmm. You could watch the original Japanese version on the international oh, channel. I was one of the lucky ones. And you could watch the Spanish, the yep. Mexican dub on Telemundo. You could watch three different versions of Dragon Ball Z on North American television.
1: Come to think of it, I think I did have Telemundo. Yeah, I did. So too. I think there was a hot minute where I was in high school watching English, Japanese and Spanish all at once. And I didn't care that I was watching them all for the gazillionth yeah, yeah. time because I'm like, this is amazing.
0: That being said, we are, that's what this episode is going to be all about. We're foregoing everything else, any formality with any segments. Uh, Fuck segments, man. We got to get into the content. We are. So a couple months ago, I forget when I actually tweeted this out. I was looking for something else in the garage and I came upon the (laughs) box where there was a bunch of VHS in there and staring me in the face at the very top of the box. Like it was wanting to be found. Captain Ginyu Assault, and Captain, Ding, Captain Dingu, Captain, <laughs> Captain Dingus, double cross, Wingus and Dingus right there on the top, <laughs> staring oh. me in the face. I was like, I can't do this right now. You can't. Luckily, at that point coming up was going to be the 20th anniversary and again we flew by that we're two months past it but i, I wanted to cycle back to it and so we thought a great idea actually i think joe suggested it to thank us. you joe uh i was thinking about doing it at the same time so it was like it was good reinforcement to make me do it like you should re-watch them and review them uh and so we did so we cheated a little bit we didn't actually watch the vhs we watched the dvd which came out the following year. However, there were no changes in the DVD, but speaking of changes, I want to again, set the stage before setting the stage. If you are a fan of Funimation's English dub and you watch either the orange bricks or the more recent Blu-ray sets, what you hear there is not what you heard back in 1999 and what was on the VHS and on the DVD. You
1: got something totally different back in 99.
0: Yes. So certain people, Chris Sabat namely, uh, and I, I believe several of the others, redubbed the entirety of their performances up to a certain point. I think Sabat did uh, quite a ways further than anyone else. And you know, he was there. He's the director. Why th-
1: <laughs> Why they do that?
0: Well, because it's awful.
1: There is that,
0: yeah. Uh, and to... So in 2005, Mary, you remember the ultimate uncut edition began coming Vaguely. out. That was Funimation going back and redoing what Funimation had produced with the ocean studios cast episodes one through roughly 67. Remember edited down to 53. So then when they were going back and redubbing those episodes, we got to a point where you would have, have had 2005 Sabbath and Shemmel immediately jumping to 1999 Sabbath and Shemel. Going episode sixty seven, sixty eight ish, and it's a jarring disconnect. I mean, six years is a long time. Right. In terms of like getting experience
1: with the characters at that point, probably realizing, oh man, I would do this totally differently now.
0: Right. So at that point, what several of them did was redub with their current versions of the voices and you know, experience up to that point.
1: What do you mean when you say several?
0: It was several of the people, notably not redubbing their lines you'll still hear 1999 Sean Schemmel on the orange. Oh, Cause you can do bliries. no wrong. Obviously. Hey, look, I didn't say it. I did. Cause I don't fucking care. <laughs> so we went back and watched the actual original 1999 production of those episodes. That's what we're talking about. So if you want to relive those experiences, you either need to dig out your VHS or your DVD of Captain Ginyu assault. We watched those three episodes in their 1999 dub fashion We're going to review them, but we're not just going to do that. We are going to read selections from what may or may not have appeared on a certain website. Back uh, in 1999. Still called Vegito EX's homepage. Not quite Daisenshu EX yet, even at that point. So, Mike. Yeah.
1: We're going half a lifetime ago. I just want to put that in context to people.
0: Yeah. Half a lifetime ago. Um, so, okay. so, so, um, anyway. so please were bear you? with us. <laughs> where were you?
1: I was, so I imagine I bought the tapes. In May of 1999. So I probably bought the tapes, like day one. Would you
0: have bought them online? You probably no, had to buy no, them No, 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 no. I probably went to Sunco's video at the mall. I don't know that they would have had them immediately.
1: I don't think that I was buying stuff online regularly in 1999. Yeah. I think I was buying stuff regularly online, like, the year after. You
0: probably, though, just judging by what your response probably was to reading my stuff back then, you probably didn't have the tapes yet at that point.
1: That's probably fair. I think I probably did not watch them, and I was on the lookout for your website to gauge reaction. Yeah. I remember, so at that point, I was working on of Trunks every single day, like nonstop when I wasn't in school. So I was on the computer anyway, and as part of my daily rotation of Dragon Ball Fan Science, yours was the one, you know, I refreshed Regularly, mm-hmm. uh, definitely remember seeing your editorial. Do you want me to save my thoughts when we get to that part? Yeah, of the discussion? We'll, we'll
0: read selections. from Let me just, we'll okay, just, just say, okay, I'll just say. Just going to get where were you? But where?
1: Point. So where I was? Where I was I, day one. Yeah, day one. I was there reading your editorial. It wasn't
0: like a week later, a month later. It was like day one. Well, judging by the date that I have here, so the tapes came came out on May 15th seems like it took a few days for people to actually get them I actually dug in and got news group posts from around that time as well and so I posted my editorial up on June 1st so it was a couple weeks later half a month later at that point but that makes sense for- that's
1: pretty long yeah, but, I thought I you mean, were like, man on the street, like, this is the
0: day of action. But I think you had to either order them from Funimation directly or maybe Right Stuff had them at that you point. You think so? So, yeah, okay. I, I forget where exactly I would have uh, ordered them I from. I guess the
1: lack of immediacy seems like a weird thing. Well, yeah. Thing. <laughs> it's not Because, like, same. we're so used to instant gratification nowadays. It's like, what? What do you mean it was, like, weeks later?
0: I know there's been some confusion over when these tapes actually came out. Uh, Certain sites and other places have different dates listed, but I assure you, this is when they came out. I went in and did the actual research on this, dug out not only my own posts from 20 years ago, but also uh, news posts from other sites like ANN and, uh, not Anime News Service, there was another site, Anime Nation, I think, at the time, Uh, and I got the actual dates from then uh, they definitely came out on May 15th. They were uh 1495. That's probably what I, where I would have uh, ordered them from then the next couple episodes would have come out on uh, August 31st that year and then September 6th is when they debuted on Cartoon Network they aired that was a big day on Cartoon Network they aired the last two episodes of season two and then they had the first two episodes of season three that's smart yeah it was extremely smart I mean the buildup they had for that it was major I mean all right so you want to keep talking about revisionist history I continued to talk about how Dragon Ball Z in syndication for its second season got a one hour time Time block on American yep. television oh, before the Pokemon. That was, was like my jam. It was a big deal, and so it just continued that inertia onto Cartoon Network from ninety eight to ninety nine, and then when ninety nine is uh, when they debuted season three. So it was it was a massive buildup going up to that point, um, building on the success of what Funimation had done with Ocean. All right, we got to jump into it now, so Mary, we did watch the three episodes on the Captain Ginyu assault. VHS DVD.
1: Woof. Woof is the
0: word. That certainly was something. The bird is the word, so. Something I think a lot of people forget about is that uh, the opening theme during the Frieza arc, when Funimation initially dubbed it, was still Rock the Dragon. They, they held through with that to the end, uh, I think, either into Garlic Jr. or that's when they switched over to doing their own thing. Uh, the, the shift going from Rock the Dragon, just this immediate disconnect is the only word I can think of, going from that sound to the in-house Funimation sound. I, I've talked about this a bit. There, it To me, it just sounds like there's some frequency missing in the Falconer production Like score. a layer? Yeah, Not a layer, but just like someone came through and actually like, Took a couple fingers and removed the middle portion of the waveform. Like I don't know how else to describe it. It's got this Like it's either really, really high or really, really low, and there's nothing in the middle. No, it's it's just this hollow sound. So maybe, yeah, like I can't get this across to people how it just sounds hollow, both artistically and actual, like sonically. Like there's just something missing to the sound. And it's the voices and it's the music. And of course, I mean everything was. New and in house at that point, especially with the voice recording, they didn't have the technology that they have now. So you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and like we understand where their productions were at that time.
1: That being said, we're we're gonna we're gonna shit on your nostalgia for the next forty five minutes in case you haven't figured that out yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, No offense, like we don't mean (laughs) to. Just so you don't think that we do this in a bubble, one of my favorite fandoms is Gem. I recognize that Gem can be garbage. I've been listening to a podcast where they pretty much shit on Gem for a straight hour, and I—it's hilarious because it's true. Yeah, like it's—it's it's nostalgic for me, but I can realize when it's garbage. It's level lovable, lovable <laughs>
0: criticism. Well, I didn't love it. That's the thing. Uh, again, for those who may be younger, this was our. Third voice for an adult Goku. That's true. This was our third replacement musical score. Like, we had seen this Wait, third? In, I mean, the Peter Bearing score for the original Dragon Ball and then into okay. Shuki, well, actually, Ron Wasserman's score I'm and so then confused. onto this. But, like, this was just another shift okay. for us. It, it wasn't like there was no established... Like everything changed again, but for us, that was like, that was Tuesday. It wasn't like this monumental. It was just another day. Yeah. But
1: it was monumental, though. It
0: kind of was. Because
1: we waited
0: so long for new content. Yes, but at the same point, by 1999, I was already all in on the original Japanese version. That's true. That's
1: one benefit I think I should make clear to the audience is that. There was such a gap in time between these seasons that we, even despite not having (laughs) the internet we know of as today's internet, the ability to go and seek out means of tracking down the original version, getting exposed to that and being like, oh my gosh, this is is where it's at. Yeah. I kind of don't care what happens next locally because I got the original now. Yeah,
0: yeah. For me, it was always, I need to know. Oh, this isn't the original version. I need to seek out the original version. I need to know everything. So it was, well, at this point, dub be damned. Yeah,
1: whatever. It's just kind of like icing on the cake that you can comment on. And it's not the end of the world if it's the worst thing Well, in the it world. felt like
0: it at the time, which is hysterical. <laughs> that is cute. It is so I think cute. Back, this was 99. And then in 2000, we started getting bilingual DVDs. That felt like 12 years Back that then. did. <laughs> it was literally the oh, next year. You're right. That's crazy. All right, let's get back to the content yes, here. Yes, content. So we're watching it and we get Rock the Dragon. We get into things. We've got Berter going, bite me, which is super, super weird. And super late
1: 90s, early 2000s. Right.
0: And then we get, you know, all these characters are talking. But then we get Sabbath's Brian Drummond impression out of Vegeta. that Jackerot, unbelievable. Again, if you're watching the Orange Bricks and the the Blu-ray season sets, this is not the performance you get. It's hysterical going back to this.
1: I... I don't watch the dub but like the second he opened his mouth even I was able to recognize like wow Sabbath is two octaves higher than what I know him as (laughs) so it's kind of nice knowing that like over the years he evolved into his own performance rather than just I'm doing an impression I mean that's but what what choice did they have that's what they were hired to do that's what we need to remember Yeah, it's like back then like you were hired to do an impression
0: Mm -hmm. so we do have an uncut video track at this point Mm. uh, on the videos and obviously on the DVD uh, but it's fascinating already how much extra talking they still have going on yeah. at this point as long as there's not a mouth on screen that you can see someone will be talking and there's a lot of gosh and darn going on even in this uncut version of the. there dub. was
1: gosh there was darn and there was oh man a lot of old man a lot
0: of that this really felt this is gonna tie into some of the stuff i i wrote about in my editorial you and I were saying like this is borderline fan parody it feels like a mm. uh, bunch of wild and crazy space explorers and then also the this like I, I don't know uh, is it called Walla it's the, like the background talking where uh, they're burying the dragon balls and in the background you hear someone say like oh come to daddy <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was very inappropriate <laughs> it's <just> super weird
0: <laughs> dig with style mates you're not convicts you're the ginyous come to papa just everyone's (laughs) making jokes and there's a later line where um dub frieza says why so blue lizard man like just say green the joke is that you're saying the different color why so blue lizard boy You look so stressed, but everything's fine. Just tell me the password. It's that simple. It's like
1: we need to retread our own jokes. (laughs) But poorly. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? So it was at this point when the joke making was at its peak where I think I had you hit pause as we were watching these episodes. And I said, was this still the original dub writing cast? Right.
0: So that's something to remember is that the, the ocean dub, the Saban dub, again, we've talked about this. If you're listening to the content, you know the story that was Funimation. It was always Funimation. Post Harmony Gold. It was always Funimation. Barry Watson's producing things. We have the internal script writers and digital paint artists down in Texas working on the show. Some of the folks working at Ocean We're doing script write-ups, they actually continued. You'll see Terry Clayson credited after Ocean Studios is no longer doing voice work on the show. Like, the 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 behind-the-scenes, ignoring the actual voices and actual music coming out of your speakers, it's still the exact same production team.
1: So here is what made it different for me. Yeah. The same bad writing, same bad jokes, like, lovingly, like, bad jokes, kind of came compounded by bad voice acting. Yeah, it makes it all worse. Yeah, because there was something... I Again, this is probably just my nostalgia speaking. There was something lovable, I guess, about the first two seasons and its bad jokes. Sure. And I think it's because the voice acting helped Sell it because but it was
0: so bad. De- there was definitely some of that, but there's also like, I know you're airing it in a children's cartoon block. So, like, that's we, true. You got it. Like, we knew what the extra hammy was at that point. This was, we're putting out an uncut version and an edited version. The edited version will air on TV, but here's the uncut version. And it's still like, why are you saying these things? things. These
1: really kiddish kind of things.
0: And, and then the differences that there will be will be things like, and I remember putting up uh, sound files of this, Vegeta saying, I'm a freaking genius! This is just too convenient. Kakarot and Ginyu are back there clobbering each other. While the Runts are up ahead finding the Dragon Balls for me. This is too good to be true. <laughs> I'll just wait until the Earthlings find out what the password is. Then I'll step in and make my wish. That's right. If there's anything I've learned from this whole ordeal, it's that I am a freaking genius. <laughs> and then in the edited dub, it was like, I'm an absolute genius. So all you did was just add a word to it's make grown it more up. uncut. Yeah. And kind of tying into that, you were saying that you felt... It was over-sexualized, almost to like their personal enjoyment, it felt like.
1: In the sense that like... Even
0: acknowledging, I want to caress these balls in in dub season two. All of that, all of that. That just continues forward.
1: So that is me as an adult putting myself in the mindset of someone who has this job of rewriting and localizing a show from another country. And no one's going to watch this thing because it's in a terrible time spot. How am I going to make this job funny for myself? Well, I'm going to put in sex jokes and hope that nobody really notices. (laughs) So as a kid, I just thought it was straight up funny. Now that I'm an old fart, I'm thinking of it as an almost office space-esque kind of joke. Like, I want to see what I can get away with on the job and see if anyone notices sort of thing. But there were several jokes that I was like, there's no way they don't realize what they're saying here. It's a little over the top. And again, I just chalk that up to they're trying to keep themselves sane. It's probably a shit-ass job that pays like nothing. They gotta make it fun for themselves. It's Funimation. They gotta make it fun. You know, it's in the it's in the company name.
0: All right, you want to start hearing some things? Fuck yes, I do. That I wrote twenty years ago. All right. So uh, this is an (laughs) editorial. We called them editorials. We were so mature back then. So this is from an editorial I wrote, again, published on uh, June 1st in 1999.
1: So Mike was 17 years old. No, not even. You would have been 16.
0: Sure. Somewhere around there. Folks, the videos say uncut on them. But let me assure you. Hold uh on do i need to raise my no, voice no, 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 no.
1: i love that you are giving yourself a voice yes. <laughs> come on you gotta act you you are making yourself no, i'm like your dialogue folks the videos say uncut so you're an angry youtube
0: youtuber <laughs> you turder <terp. laughs> you angry youtuber right we didn't have youtube so we wrote editorials can i continue please sorry i just wanted
1: to note that you were giving yourself a voice a character you're playing a character Let's continue.
0: Dialogue. Folks, the videos say uncut on them, but let me assure you that they are far from uncut. And yes, that's in quotes. The dialogue is still being completely rewritten and it just does not go over well with me. I have a big problem with them rewriting the series. How hard is it to just do what you did when you dubbed the three DBZ movies and their scripts? Come on. Dot, dot, dot. Look, I'm not wrong.
1: You're not wrong. Here's the thing that I find fascinating about this editorial of yours even though you just read us a couple sentences you were a 16 at the time yeah you understood that what was being done to the show was not okay that to me is fascinating why compared to the so-called adults in charge of the localization of the series at the time like you're just some punk ass kid who has seen maybe a dozen handful of episodes in japanese at that point but gets what the essence of the show is and you're that passionate about keeping the integrity as is the fact that a 16 year old gets that but the people behind this show creating it don't just i don't have a comment to say other than it's fascinating to me it blows my mind and i'd love to see like what is the modern day equivalent i don't think there is one of Someone from a younger generation being so passionate about something that they can turn around to the adults and be like, "You're doing it wrong." No, because they're all racist YouTubers now. But but because like, there's no waiting between things coming out. Right. It's, that I, it's I feel immediate. like there's not. It's the reaction. There's not a thing. There's my reaction
0: video to watch. But
1: it. that's not the same thing. No, it's not. There's not a thing I can think of where the kid is more knowledgeable about the subject matter than the adults.
0: How do you know that? You're not watching
1: anything. I I don't know. <laughs> but I'm saying listening to you describe your editorial I and mean, being like like this is not the show Yeah. compared to the people who were responsible for bringing the show to the U S at the time, not getting the show just like kind of blows my mind.
0: The thing that was really frustrating is at that point we had Gen Fukunaga say on record in an interview to a fan site. Yes. We plan on releasing uncut with the original music on home video, separate from the, the TV release. And we never got that. We didn't get that until, uh, 2007 really with the orange bricks when they uh, allowed people to watch the dub with the original Japanese musical score as a selection. It was just so frustrating to, especially remember at this time we got DBZ movies one through three on home video subtitled and accurately dubbed. I mean like, this is great. The script is great. The original music mm-hmm. is there. These are fantastic. Like this, it feels like Dragon Ball. And then to have the whiplash of getting these videos in after that, because again, uh, those three movies—that was '97 into '98. Here we are in '99. It's like we're back to the beginning again. One step forward, two steps back. Along came Funimation, and along came Shuki Levy. Yippee skippy! Now Na- I you yippee-s- wrote Yippee skippy. That seems very unlike you. Yippee skippy! we now have a $20 keyboard and its owner playing the music for Dragon Ball Z.
1: (laughs) That's pretty funny.
0: (laughs) Funimation didn't want to pay for the usage of the original score, and it came right up from behind them and bit them in the arse. Okay. Almost all of the emotional value of DBZ was lost during this musical transition. And now, with the third season upon us, we are introduced to yet another score of music, this one even worse than before. It was... It was next to no variety in itself. So that gonna... does not make any sense. Go home, Mike. Come on, Mike. <laughs> Go home, Mike. You're drunk. <laughs> Every once in a while, they beat a drum during a fight scene.
1: <laughs> Every once in a while. That's pretty good. <laughs> it was pretty good.
0: I like that one. I've heard enough. <gasps> Guys, wait. Please listen. You don't have to- Uh, uh, Don't worry about us, Nails. Just take care of Guru. So... Uh, interest of transparency. Scott Morgan, uh, one of the folks who worked on uh, the replacement score down there, at Falconer Productions for a while. He actually did a remix of a song from the original Japanese score that we host on our website. Uh, he actually composed and produced one of the pieces of theme music that Jeff and I used on uh, the Low Fidelity podcast. Scott is a great person. Can't take anything away from that. I will still criticize his garbage to the ends of time. <laughs> especially watching it, watching these episodes again, man, it's just like, this is not Dragon Ball. You I mean, you go back to these things I'm talking about with the script and the voices and the music. Um, It's like I'm watching alternate, bizarro reality version of the show.
1: Hmm. I will say this much for my experience personally, is that this particular part in the series, I had zero nostalgia for, in terms of the original version. I had not watched it in Japanese. I've not read it in Japanese. I was watching it for the first time in English, so I'm I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. So I had no base of comparison other than like, these voices and this music is weird.
0: When it all comes down to it, Funimation's English dub of Dragon Ball Z is really just beginning. Fun's all on their own now. Interesting that we weren't calling him funny at that point. I thought we were calling him funny. Well, maybe I missed the eye. Maybe it was a typo. And we're starting to see what they're capable of without mommy holding their hand the Ooh, whole way.
1: That is astoundingly
0: Oof. astute. Before you move on, below are some more samples of the new voices and such from Funimation's new dubbings. Feel free to check them out and try to enjoy them. You'll be hearing them for quite a time to come.
1: Boy, you were, you were right about that. So, Mike, yeah, is one of those files entitled Kamehameha
0: Dump? You know, I thought I called it Kamehame Dump.Wave. Kamehame Dump. But, but as I look at the files here, it's actually just called Kamehameha. Wave." I think we all just called it <laughs> <laughs> Dump. and unfortunately, it's on the next tape, so uh, okay. I couldn't include it here. We didn't actually get that out of him here. Sure, uh, but is there anything else you want to talk about with those voices now that I'm, I'm just mentioning it here in um, my editorial? Here, I mean, we it were, was
1: it was surprising how much Chris Sabit had to do three or four of the main characters' voices. 12?
0: 12 all 12 of them um so it's basically like four actors total it felt like yeah really i mean between him uh Shemel's doing goku he also did nail uh so sabbath's doing vegeta i think he's doing both gs and bata we had sunny uh, straight he's doing the elder sunny straight's there doing krillin and we had nadalny as gohan oh and
1: bulma which was oh, ear-piercingly uh, bad,
0: Volmer. Yeah, you and I were saying like shit's crazy when Nadalny was like the competent one here. Mm-hmm. Although she can't emote, even when Gohan's yelling, everything is at this tone. Poor Guru. He wouldn't tell Frieza either because he'd rather die than let the Dragon Balls be used for any kind of evil. I wish there was some way for us to help him. <laughs>
1: Yes, I see you have been brave and giving in your struggle. I have a gift for you that might help you in your endeavors. He's so good, he reminds you of a grandfather or something, so how could anyone want to hurt such a great guy? Shut up! I
0: can't take it! Please, Cool it, guys!
1: It's rough, but it's also really important to set a benchmark. And We had a benchmark. It was Ocean It was! It was! No, 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 no. I mean, from this point to the present, when you see how far particularly... Chris Sabat and Sony Strait have gone since then. Yeah. Those two in particular, I'm like, damn.
0: Yeah. Are you the same person? Yeah. Again, it goes back to, they were hired to impersonate a previous cast and make a transition as seamless as it was going to be. I thought I wrote this here. I must've just wrote it on a forum. When I got these tapes in between the music and especially the voices, I legitimately thought Funimation was going to be laughed out of cartoon network headquarters. Hmm. Going back and watching it now, 20 years later, it's not, quite that bad but i still kind of feel it
1: the only pass that i give it in that context is the fact that i had to remind myself like this is a kid show this yeah. is being aimed to kids they are hamming it up on purpose the music is bad because it's geared towards kids i know it's a horrible generalization to make it just sounds very kid ish i have to think about like what was their end game at the time their end game was get this in front of a broad
0: an audience as humanly possible no their end game was we can't do this anymore without saban we either stop or we do this on the cheap or we do this as cheaply as no, possible. you want to
1: hire a librarian to play your villain yo we got your hookups right here she wasn't
0: a librarian oh
1: okay well, that was my headcanon. What was she? Uh, it was poor who was the librarian. Oh, sorry. You got something against librarians? I don't. I love librarians. I am all about the upkeep of data
0: and information. I already had this argument in these conversations 20 years ago. You can probably read them if you want to dig them up. Uh, but that was the thing that I I didn't understand at the time. And though I do understand now, I like it was the company's got to continue producing this show. Cyborgs isn't going to carry them. Gotta keep making DBZ. I I didn't quite grasp that at the time. I do now. But I do feel like it was still a garbage product and it's still literally back to back with episode 53 from season two. Mm -hmm. It's crazy how different these two feel and sound.
1: But then when you think about how they sustain themselves despite those obstacles of like, we need to make this all in-house. And it became a phenomenon
0: well, yes, it definitely did on the back of everything they had already done to that point. Again, they wouldn't have had season three had it not done well in syndication and done extremely well airing and repeats on Cartoon Network. for an Did entire... it do well
1: in syndication? Yeah.
0: Okay. To get an hour long block. I just figured that was desperation to fill up time. No, if, if you're desperate, you don't get an hour long block. Well, for me, for it
1: was on a Sunday morning. It's like, who gives a flying crap about Sunday morning yeah, cartoon de- programming It was different,
0: different markets, yeah, for sure, because it was in syndication. So it was, and maybe you had it on Fox, maybe you had it on WB, maybe you had it on CBS. Actually, Mm -hmm. I mean, different markets, different stations, all got it at different times. So Saturday, Sunday, five thirty in the morning, nine thirty in the morning, it was crazy. But yeah, you're not just handed an hour long block at a good faith. Yeah, if something's not doing well. Uh, and it was doing well. Uh, so those are some of the things I wrote. Can I read uh, something else for you? Yeah. This is posted to Dragon Ball from a uh, one Mr. Chris Saros on May 19th, 1999. Nice. Well, just got done watching the rest of Double Cross. Someone please pinch me and wake me from this nightmare. Uh, I, uh, oh God, this abomination is truly reprehensible. What? I'm speechless. Utterly fucking speechless dbz in america is truly dead the fight is over we lost
1: it wins for dramatic effect but oh man so non-dead so anyway guys keep an eye
0: out on dbz uncensored i'll be updating it (laughs) so if you didn't know who chris was chris ran a website called dbz uncensored where he was uh cataloging all the edits and syndication and then carried on into season three as well a very popular fan site that led to a lot of copycats after that point because it was such a great idea Uh, but yeah, um, so for, for those of you again who were younger and weren't necessarily online at the time, the narrative of the day was, this is bad. This is over. We lost. Oh God, what do we do? Not this will continue and this will be the cast for the next 20 years. Mm -hmm. There, There was, there was no version of the future we saw where this sustained itself. We assumed it was done. Hmm. And we were hate watching it because what the hell else do you do?
1: Yeah. I mean, you write more editorials about it. Yeah. Yeah,
0: certainly. I really don't know what else
1: to say. It was just a product of its time and you had I hate to say it, but you you kind of had to be there. Yeah. And we're doing our best to explain what
0: it was like to be a fan at that time. Yeah, to to have only had it on TV for a few years at that point. To already have gone through multiple voices again just Goku himself this was the third adult Goku voice we had in three years so there was nothing special about him at that point um, the music uh, we've gone through a few music changes already between Dragon Ball to DBZ to this there were other versions of the show airing on TV we mentioned Telemundo the international channel fan subs were massive still yep. at this point uh, you talked about, you went down to the flea market. Uh, you could still order things online. Uh, people like to think that subs were like this crazy weird niche. It wasn't, I moved around a lot no matter where I went in my life. People had fan subs, people knew where to get fan subs. People were trading Dragon Ball Z specifically. When I think about subs. like how
1: young we were when this stuff was going on, it may as
0: well have been like dealing drugs. <laughs> yeah, underground drug trade. Yo, I got you selling. It's art. like you need to know the right people in high school to talk to. Not really. I mean, I feel like I walked in and suddenly it was like, here's That's Android how part I felt three. too.
1: It's like I it just somehow fell into the right people and be like, What is going on?
0: The Japanese version of Dragon Ball was a phenomenon in its own right as this was getting going is how it felt to me. Uh, and, And fan sites were exploding. It was definitely a different internet landscape back then because everything was a fan site which is different from just a blog or a news site fan sites had everything you might have jokes in one part you might have news in another part literally i'm describing temple of trunks you did (laughs) of everything it's like here's pictures of action figures and here's info that no one's ever posted of the harmony gold dub how does this exist on the same website (laughs) it doesn't make any sense right place at
1: the right time I didn't know at the time it was historical.
0: (laughs) So it it was in many ways trivial to to get online and learn more about the show. And because we were at this point in Dragon Ball's production where it was like, all right, we're stalled. So if you're into this, you're learning more. Mm -hmm. You're exploring the world of Dragon Ball. You're not just sitting and passively watching only the dub on TV because that wasn't really possible. And that's what I want to get across to people about this time is that it wasn't just oh here's the thing and it was bad and we all got crazy about it it was here's all this other stuff that was happening within this like tiny period of time because we were pinning our hopes on it after yeah. a period of waiting
1: and waiting and being patient and being like this is what we get okay it wasn't just being upset for the sake of being upset and i say that as someone who read your editorial at the time and again can't. Uh, hindsight is twenty twenty. Most of the things I read on your website at the time, I thought, oh, well, this guy is just pissed off because he's perpetually pissed off. But There's now I can look. a lot of stuff
0: to be mad about. But then I can look back at it and be like, you know what? There was good reason to be not <laughs> happy with this. Like, here's this thing that I can only watch by buying pirated 12th generation versions of things. This company has it. They are producing it and they will not make it like this because they don't want to. That was infuriating. Mm. Like, they have it. And you actually just showed me that you can do it with those three DBZ movies. And now you just choose not to.
1: Well, how I think that's not quite apples to apples
0: when you're comparing the
1: movies.
0: Why, because Pioneer was involved? A, lot, well, of, was a lot of
1: the success of those movies is how well acted they are. And not having access to the Ocean cast anymore
0: was just a big... But the uh, scripts were good. The music was kept... That's true. Like those, those were choices. Script and music are choices. Mm. Acting quality is you, you know, you can choose to use Ocean or not. But they chose to no longer do. Unless there's scripts. something
1: going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. Well, we've always knowing heard of, what we know about Toei now. Sure,
0: <laughs> <laughs> we've always heard. Oh, the scripts we got were badly mangled and half translated. Like, well, all right, your job is to translate it. So hire a fucking translator. Mm-hmm. Like your job is to produce this show, not to write your own scripts for the show. That's how I felt. That's how I continue to feel. And eventually they did. They hired Steve Simmons to come in as their translator. So this is also something that um, I actually had done all the research for, for the wiki, which I know no one wants to hear about until we actually launch it. But a lot of research and writing has taken place and someone was asking, questions on the forum so i i pasted things in so may these tapes came out and in september they started airing uh that summer the staff of toriyama.org which included brian real steve simmons um curtis had contributed some things there Sherman, like all the folks from prior generation uh, that's when they started working with funimation to investigate the feasibility of releasing uncut bilingual subtitled dvds so this was already happening in the background we didn't really know it this is crazy to me. And then in October that year, so only a month after it aired on Toonami, that's when Brian the Duck posted the news story on Toriyama.org formally announcing the DVD releases. Like all of this felt like 27 years. I said 12 earlier. And I'm extending it to 12. Like every <laughs> the month. The don't add up. Every month just felt like a period of lifetimes in between. But this time frame was super condensed. It was mm-hmm. really, really short.
1: And also the willingness to work with fans. I don't think we gave Funimation enough credit for. Yeah. Considering <laughs> how much we were shitting on him back then. Right, and right. here's the thing. All the feedback. I'm is- kind of going on a tangent here. Okay. So they start to do the right thing. Yes. What I will never forget is when you start acknowledging Funimation for doing the right thing and then now suddenly Vegito EX is a funny loving sellout.
0: Yeah. It's crazy to think it's about. It's crazy it? to
1: think about that. It's like, no, it's just acknowledging when a company is starting to do the right thing. You pay it forward. You put your money where your fucking mouth is,
0: brah. I've been called. Everything. <laughs> anything you can think of on any side of any argument, I've been called the exact opposite at the exact same time. Like, I've seen it all. I've been called it all. Nothing fucking faces me anymore. But that was hysterical. It was like, all right, well, you know what? They're actually giving me uncut bilingual DVDs, and a fan that I know and respect personally is translating it. Well, that was the right move, so I'm cool. Yep, and I'm
1: not meaning to make this about you because this is not the Mike Show. But well, literally, again, it is, but it's not. No. <laughs> but just again, showing like that turnaround yeah. of fans were shitting on this product in 1999, and, and in 2000, 2000, yeah, they they
0: listen. Yeah. It's crazy. It was. It was so weird.
1: I don't know that we're gonna go through that again.
0: No, I anything. I I can't imagine anything like this happening. Uh I mean we've had super weird things like Funimation's release of Ava three point three three, which was like produced and then delayed and then didn't come out for so long. Like there's there are weird modern equivalents of like weird things. Weird things like that. But I don't think anything like this. <laughs> can happen again.
1: Um, I can laugh about it now. At the time, it felt super stressful, and I wasn't even a news site that I was running. Well, I was Like I'm just on the fringe you didn't doing know like
0: you my, kind of were, were at doing times. my comedy shit. For me, that time everyone was angry. Everyone was definitely angry. that's no, what that's I hated. That's what I hated about it. Everyone
1: yeah. was angry. I hated it, but,
0: but it wasn't like fake on like I'm putting on a show angry. Like it was legitimate anger. Like everyone really was angry. With the show, with themselves, with each other, it was only animosity online. There was uh, this is something that I want to talk about, and I would like to talk about at some point in the future. I think Funimation, their production of the English dub of Dragon Ball Z, specifically in 1999, set back Dragon Ball fandom decades. That's a bit of a stretch. No, hear the me math out. doesn't add up. Hear me out, because at that point we had people like Wuken updating Su Shinshu, citing specific issues of V-Jump with page numbers and interviews and news. We drove all of those fans away. We made them all quit because no one wanted to fucking deal with us anymore. They all quit. None of us knew how to do that anymore. When did things start getting really translated and really back into the swing of things again. Late J- 2000s? Jake and Julian, mid-2000s. Mm. So not decades. I was going to but... say, that's <laughs> what I mean when I say that math doesn't add up. It's like, hey, you're talking 10 years, not decades. The conversation about Dragon Ball Online in American fandom starting in 1999 was only about the English dub. We thought we were framing it by talking about the Japanese version. In
1: 1998,
0: yes. Into 99 and then forward. But none of us were doing that research anymore none of us were like i was doing it was oh. a
1: knowledge gap too like how do you expect some kids exactly in we're, high school to have the funds yes and means and japanese right.
0: knowledge I'm, I'm acknowledging that because i'm saying we drove out the old fans i know we did because we've been told as much hmm. no one wanted to fucking listen to us anymore because you're obnoxious as hell we're awful so they all left. They left with their knowledge. And you had to pick up the pieces. We, we had to start from scratch, effectively, all over again and hope that the right people got back. And can you believe how, how do we end up with the right people? The fact that we ended up with Jake and Julian as the <laughs> unofficial translators for this franchise online. Like, I can't ask for a better resolution <laughs> to that story, really.
1: Nope. It's all a label of love.
0: Anyway, that's something that I do want to talk about it some point later when i can really you know, like pin down dates and think about how i want to frame it a little more but that's mike's grand thesis is uh dragon ball discourse was set back six or seven years because of funimation's english dub and because we were petulant children at that time mary 1999 it was the best of times it was the worst of times definitely the worst of times uh, i wouldn't go back i'm glad we went through it though
1: that was exactly what I was about to say. Like, I'm glad we went through it. I'm glad we were at the right age. Like, not too old, not too young. Because if we were older, yeah. we would have been the people driven away. I've been like,
0: I'm out. Yeah. You were. Cool. You did go out. I did. I took my ball and went home for a while. Uh, I, I shut down my site in 2002. And then we reopened in January 2003, Julian and I. However... I've gone back and looked at that theoretically shut down website over that year. I was still updating with the news, like I couldn't every I, once in a while, yeah. I, like I couldn't really leave it behind, which I'm I'm really thankful for. Like I I definitely needed that time to get away from it. I think everyone did. I'm I'm so happy to see those who have stuck around since that day, to see everyone as grown-ups now.
1: <laughs> and especially cuz like so we can be nice. friends now
0: too. Yeah. We have this, uh, we share this common trauma. Trauma. (laughs) Oh, it's a little traumatic. Yeah. I don't know how to end this, but we need to. I know. So I know it's been two months without a podcast. Here we come back and like you can count on probably just two hands. A number of times we've dedicated an episode of this podcast to Funimation's English dub. We've been gone for a while. We come back and this is what we do with it. I don't know why.
1: Please take it or leave it. We hope you take it, just if only for the historical
0: significance. Right. I'm about history. I'm about context. Uh, I, I feel grateful that I have been here the entire time and I can share my memories with the children of today. You
1: know, I've been I've been I was there longer than you. Yeah, if you want to get like pedantic. I
0: know I do. By a couple months. W.W.W. Dot, dot com. That is Fujito Ex's homepage dot website slash <laughs> AOL. <laughs> Japan, Dragon Ball Z, alt.fan.usenet. My God, just bury me.
1: (laughs) I will bury you with every single book in this basement. (laughs) Because you deserve to be here. (laughs) Bury me with my books! (laughs) Except I'm not burying you, I'm cremating you, so I'm burning this all to the ground. So if anyone wants the stuff in the the Consensu basement...
0: I want um, I want to be killed by being hit by a truck driven by a bison slash dictator. <laughs> I want to be buried with my books. It's not how I want you to go. In fact, you need to bury Julian with me because I need him to read them to me. So Julian, I'll have to suicide him.
1: Let's do it. <laughs> Where does that leave me? I don't know. Triple I... murder homicide. Suicide. <laughs> Yo, this episode got dark. You should visit templeoftrunks.com because Why? it's still online and
0: it's a time capsule of dumbness. When did you run it in earnest? 98 to... Uh, 98
1: to 2001.
0: 98 to 2001. Thereabouts. It, it, it felt like 53 years.
1: So you went from 12 years to 27 to 53
0: Yeah, I wish I did, like, 12 Uh, to 26. I know. Actual numbers. It's not even, but you should still go. (laughs) My online trauma's in syndication now. Uh, Mary, I got nothing else. That was a website. This is the podcast. We swear we will rejoin you with... We uh,
1: swear. Or maybe with people more knowledgeable than me I'm just here for the lols
0: You were there the entire time Man I was there man I
1: was there man I don't have a niche expertise Like some of the other folks on your site But I'm glad I can contribute in my own little way
0: I don't know what the next episode of this podcast is going to be But it's got to be better than this right No this was great I
1: was okay with this I really enjoyed
0: this I needed to I do needed this. the
1: walk down memory lane I hope you guys enjoyed it too
0: so uh, those tapes are still out in the garage. I'm where they belong. <laughs> those DVDs. Uh, I don't keep my old Funimation single DVD volumes out anymore. No, you
1: don't. I remember when we bought
0: the- boxed those yeah. up. They're all boxed up. It took me a while to find them, actually. So I got the dragon boxes upstairs. So I was like, hmm, I don't no, need these. Out. But I need yeah. to keep them for research purposes like this. Mary, this is why I can't get rid of anything, because I might need to do a podcast You in guys, years. our basement is scary. It's just Send one room. Send help.
1: It's just one room. No, this room is scary. This you is guys, a great room. You don't even understand. This is amazing. It's like the walls are closing in on me.
0: They are. And they're
1: all jump magazines and figurines. Um...
0: Please send... Please send a self-addressed the, stamped envelope <laughs> with $5 to Capsa Corporation and mark which tape you want, and uh, you don't have to watch it up anymore.
1: It's a shady operation we're running here I got tape in New spell. Jersey.
0: You know what's really funny is when I made my Usenet post about uh, posting these things up, I was also like, and I got in my fan sub of the 10th anniversary movie today, so that's what I'm going to go watch now. <laughs> you little smug. Shit. Shut up. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. We will see bye. you next time.